For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm, mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. Hello and welcome to Film Companion. You've tuned in to an exciting new interview podcast with Anupama Chopra. To catch more of what we do, visit us on www.filmcompanion.in. Vijay, welcome to Mumbai. Such a pleasure to catch you here. I know you're in and out and I know you're working against time because you have to catch a flight, but, but I have so much to ask you. Starting with, we're only a few days away, literally two days away from Dear Comrade, which I believe is the one of the biggest Telugu releases ever dubbed in four languages. Oh yeah, the, other than the film Bahubali, this is the this is the first film that's being released uh, across all four languages parallelly on the same day. And is this a larger design to expand the footprint for you? I think. Uh, one, it's definitely one reason because uh, when you become an actor, you want uh, you want a full auditorium, you want uh, large audiences, you want uh, and now because Telugu is two states, you wanted to reach more people. Uh, not every film you can do that with, but uh, this film was uh, started off as a Telugu film. Halfway through shooting it, we realized that uh, my cameraman is Malayalam, Malayali. My editor is Malayali, my music director is Tamil, my actress is Kannadiga. And we realized that this is something, we love the output and we realized this is something that works across regions irrespective of language and we thought why do we restrict it, why don't we take it. Uh, and I also like, uh, I think I've gotten used to Telugu releases and I, I think I needed stress of some kind. So I spoke to my producers and said can we try this, I want to do this with this film and they were completely supportive. And we are attempting this. This is the first time we're doing it, so we we will understand how it works. What is the payoff? Uh, uh, it's a lot of effort, which we realized, uh, but we'll see. What brings you to Mumbai? You've always said that I'll do what I'm doing in Hyderabad, and my yeah. cinema will reach where it has to, yes. right? Yes. So, what brings you here? I had absolutely no idea I would be doing an interview today. <laughs> I, I, I came in, I was supposed to stay here five hours and fly out. Uh, I've, I am here because... Uh, You're uh, too famous to come in and fly out now, you know that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think I'll speak to anyone else. Other. I had come to meet Karan. Uh, Karan wanted to watch Dear Comrade and uh, we've, we've been meeting and he's become a friend. And uh, he's bought the film. Uh, Dear Comrade will be remade in Hindi. I won't be doing it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that was why I was here. So I stepped in, I went to his office. I was so underslept since the last one week. So I started the film. I said, are you guys okay? And they were okay. And I went to his room and slept on the couch. And then one hour nap later, I suddenly woke up thinking, where am I? Don't I have a release? In a few days, what, why am I, I sleeping? Was, yeah, I'm like, where? First, I was like, where am I? I was sleeping on a couch. I didn't realize the geography of the room. Then I'm like, oh fuck, this is Karanjor's office. Uh, and then I got up <laughs> and I saw my phone and I had uh, people from across Bombay saying, "Can we talk to you? You we know you're in Bombay. We're here. We're here." I'm like, why does everyone know? Because it was you supposed to be a secret. Yeah, because uh, and we all follow Viral Bihani. Come yeah. on, <laughs> we we 
it was public news within a few seconds of you landing. I'm yeah. actually glad. I think it's serving a purpose, no? This uh, I just met Vasan uh, because of being pabbed. We are doing this interview because of being pabbed. I, I think they're serving some purpose in this uh, ecosystem. Absolutely, absolutely. And does the experience of being here mm. um, sort of make you want to try Hindi as well? Uh, is it interesting at all? It or is. is it? It is. It is, it is. Uh, doing Hindi is interesting, but uh, I want to do something. Uh, uh, I, f I want to do something that is Telugu and Hindi. You know, something that works uh, back home and here. Uh, I can't, I don't see myself shifting base, taking an apartment here. I can't, my friends are back home. Uh, I love the laid back, lazy lifestyle. I can't walk every day to five guys photographing me and uh, hey, I, you just Mumbai said it serves a purpose. It serves a purpose, <laughs> yeah, but not. I don't think I'd like it every day. And I think Mumbai is too uh, fast for me. I like to do things on my own terms. Uh, so, and uh, I think now cinema has reached a space where uh, you don't have to be in Bombay to make. Uh, it's become it's beautiful that we are all so aware of each other and so connected to each other and. Uh, uh, so respectful of each other's art and this thing that uh, it's, it's such a cool space, man. Uh, it's just lovely. today I was thinking it's, yeah. it's become it's a, such a nice. And we'll system. all only gain from it. Yes, you we'll know. Yeah, I, I think it's wonderful. Yeah. I, it's just so exciting that people are having these conversations. Yes. You know that you can be sleeping in Karan Johar's office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell <this> me, <laughs> I'm very curious that. You said no to doing Kabir Singh, right? You were offered that film. Yeah. You don't want to do a remake of Dear Comrade. Mm. Um, these would be obvious, easy ways to become a Hindi film hero. Mm. Why don't you want to do it? Because I didn't want to become a Hindi film hero. I wanted to become uh, an actor. I wanted to tell stories. And uh, I see no point in telling the same story twice. And uh, I spend so much energy on a film when I do it. I can't redo, can't redo the entire emotion beats. I can't put myself through that again. And it's not exciting for me uh, because I know the scene. I know everything. It's exciting uh, no longer. And there are so many interesting stories that are there uh, that I wouldn't want to waste six more months of my time doing the same thing. And uh, if there are other actors who are excited by it. Uh, it's much nicer because you need to be excited. It's fresh by, for them. Yeah, it's fresh for them and they might have a new approach or it might, it'll fit some peg in their, uh, this thing. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I can't get myself to someone. It doesn't interest me as much. That's the only reason why, Karan asked me, will you do uh, Dear Comrade? And I'm like, no, 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 please. But I, have, but I have other scripts that we can look at, but not this. So, yeah. But your character in Dear Comrade seems pretty angry too. Hmm. Um, is anger something that, that you're sort of attracted to in characters? Or, or is it something that comes naturally to you as an actor? I mean, you know, hmm. from what I've seen in the trailer, he hmm. seems like another angry young man. Hmm. Uh, uh, I understand when you ask this question because uh, uh, you've seen Arjun Reddy and you've seen Kabir Singh, but after Arjun Reddy, I did a bunch of three films which were uh, completely different. Which Geeta Govindam and all that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Nota and another film called Taxi Wala, which were completely different. But then I get asked this question back home by the maybe, media. Maybe because Arjun Reddy is such a yeah. larger than life 
impact yeah i first i was like but i did these films no i asked them and they're like yes 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 and then they stopped but then i i was asked in chennai i was asked in hyderabad i was asked everywhere it's like why is every then i blame it on i think the images arjun reddy left yeah. are uh, etched so strongly Absolutely. that uh, anything i do similar brings an immediate deja vu uh, is like oh he's doing this again so i blame it on the impact that film left uh, but i can't wait for people to forget it it's a very special film but i can't wait for people to forget it and uh, uh, and remember other films of mine as fondly or as impactfully yeah but of course here it also made impact you know there was negative impact as well or impact which was mm. negative noise <laughs> uh, you know uh, were you surprised vijay at all by that did you you know cuz you didn't see so much of it when arjun reddy released were you surprised yeah. at the reaction to kabir not so much actually i'm like uh, see uh, now uh, a bunch of things uh, i didn't see the hindi film of course, so yeah you said uh, you've seen it you've done it yeah, you have no interest yeah uh, as in i've done it and uh, we watch films for a story and uh, if i've already done if i've, I've done it uh, lived like people still these guys in the airport are calling me arjun i don't want to <laughs> i know the film uh, but uh, so telugu has certain number of people and certain number of reporters and journalists uh, when you come to hindi the number of audiences more the number of journalists are more and the number of criticism is directly proportional it is going to be more yes the kind of criticism was uh, was much uh, was slightly different i got some of this criticism but it wasn't as articulate maybe it wasn't as articulate and i guess the number of female journalists here are way more and uh, not only i think lots of men also uh, picked up on it but i'm i'm okay with it i'm like uh, it, it's completely okay to have a problem with a character like arjun these people if they met arjun in their real life they wouldn't like him sure so you don't like him in the film uh, and that's not a problem to me no because sandeep was very very perturbed by it and he told me that that um, if the film hadn't done so well mm. at the box office mm. he said it would have really made me question my instincts as mm. a storyteller mm. um do you think that he shouldn't be responding like that should he just say well that's your opinion and move on i'm also talking to it today after it made like 250 odd crores so yeah. maybe if you asked me if the film didn't do this much money and you asked me i don't know if my response would be different but i understand completely that uh, uh if it is your film and the first day 250 crores came over a period of 3 weeks 1 month but the reviews come on day 1 so when you wake up to these reviews uh, it can shake you up because it's your film and uh, and then i know sandeep i've done the film and uh all these words you, uh, these guys use man i have to google them like uh, what does misogyny mean i didn't find the time to google it just just very anti women anti women uh, yeah. okay is the film anti women see yeah so i know that sandeep when he told his story for him that film is not anti women for him it's it's love but uh, okay i saw your interview with sandeep uh 
Uh, I loved that interview, by the way. Thank it was amazing. One of the few interviews <laughs> I completely loved it. Uh, now, when Sandeep, for example, when Sandeep says, uh, uh, in a relationship, you should be able to touch the woman, uh, the one you love. You can touch the woman, and you can abuse each other. And if you're upset with each other, you can hit each other. And that's how uh, you show love. And that caused a huge uh, outcry. Yeah. Outcry. Now I'm saying, uh, I completely understand him, and I completely understand the people who have an issue with it as well. But none of us is wanting to listen to it for what he has to say. We want it to fit up. So imagine I have been in a relationship. Sandeep's probably has been in a relationship where he's loved someone so much that uh, they were. intimate as and when they wanted they abused each other as and when they wanted maybe they hit each other but they loved each other and they were happy but imagine i'm coming from a house where my parents were hitting each other and when i hear something like this it disturbs me right so i'm saying it comes from the relationship you had as a person your own experiences it comes from your own ex- so we can't generalize it that he's saying what he said in his way is right because for him that's what love meant and he absolutely respected that woman and loved that woman and that woman loved him back so f- what he's saying in his life in his experience is absolute that's what a relationship means to him and that's how passionate that's how he shows passion and that that's how it was uh, and for people who who've seen otherwise and who have a problem with that it's like that but we don't all have to i think we should listen to him listen to him and be okay uh, all of us yeah we are all very unique individuals we have very unique kind of relationships uh, but we want everyone to be like us everyone to believe in the beliefs that we have we want everyone to fit in this box it, it doesn't work and everyone all of us want to judge all of us want to jump into opinions give out the first we want the first opinion out the most liked tweet or whatever social media does this day yeah. or the most shared article everyone's just jumping into opinions and doing judgments and i don't even uh for all those people who said why didn't you get angry at him there's one whole issue with journalism because when you watch news i feel like i'm am i watching a court right Everyone's suppo- just angry, yeah. Yeah, and everyone is passing judgments. I feel as a journalist, you're you're giving opinions, you're giving information. Now, I don't think any journalist's duty is to give a judgment saying, now this is right and this is wrong, and this, the opinion should be. But everyone's a judge these days, and uh, everything is being judged on live TV, and uh, so that's that's the state of affairs today. Uh, but. Uh, that's that's how the world is and there's uh, you just have to live with it and be okay with it right but vijay you also um don't seem like somebody who minces his words the interviews i've seen you do where where you've said you know that i want to do the kind of cinema i want to do i don't mm. want anyone telling me mm. what kind of cinema mm. um, there was another place where you said uh, what i'm averse to incompetence <laughs> you said i want mentally stimulating people around me so do you ever worry about coming off as arrogant do you ever try and little bit kind of uh, you know hold back uh i'm i'm okay with people finding me arrogant i'm okay with people uh liking me or disliking me uh but you're an actor you're a star isn't it your job to be liked 
no i think my job is to act and tell stories i don't think my job is to be liked and i think eventually people i don't want to uh, imagine 6 years okay imagine i'm i be the person that is liked uh fit those requirements that is a likable actor i'm working every day man uh i'm working 360 days in a year maybe 350 i have 2 3 weeks off 5 years later i don't want to look back and see 350 years who who is that dude like i don't know him i've i'm trying to be someone for people so i just uh, i believe that uh, i mind my business uh i do my work uh i cause no harm and uh, my i want to be the way i am and people will get used to it uh, uh i think they should get used to me more than me adapting myself for for them yeah i think that's a better way to go about it, it makes my life easier uh you can be yourself yeah it's easier no it's uh, less work always so much work now i can't be one more guy be nice and uh i come across as arrogant do i <laughs> do i <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say when you say <laughs> but who doesn't who who doesn't uh, dislike incompetence man no no of course it's, but uh, but you know who people are just more like little diplomatic no they don't you're say saying it. i shouldn't say it ha but they asked me you guys ask me questions and then you say <laughs> why did you say it? that <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you don't ask me we are, we are all happy you know? i get asked questions and then i answer and then i'm written about <laughs> tell me are you in life um impatient is that where the sort of you know struggle with incompetency comes from you need mentally stimulating but how can everybody be mentally stimulating because most people aren't hmm i i just don't have them around me i don't like them you say you <laughs> no because uh, there's so much i'm do that so much i want to do i can't be held up by someone not doing their job and it's just common sense man like everything is yeah, common sense it's not rocket science yeah and i don't know why it's so hard uh, and i only think when you're demanding of competency will people try and live up to it if you are okay with it then uh, it's they pull incompetency right. pulls the whole the film full film down yeah. and everything we do is so like doing this interview you're dependent on three cameramen these light guys yeah. your staff it if it has to function properly an editor later if anyone screws up this whole whole thing gets screwed up so i don't know some i'm just i don't know if i'm impatient or patient the issue is i don't know me like uh, i get asked these questions are you this are you that i'm like i have no bloody clue who i am as a person why uh, i because i don't know i feel like uh, i feel like none of us are anything and all of us are everything uh in the sense that uh, i think uh, you are completely capable i think i'm i and you are completely capable of uh, everything uh, put in the right i think humanly we'll be surprised but by what we are capable of i can't characterize myself as a patient guy impatient guy angry guy peaceful guy because uh, are you an introvert are you an extrovert because see sometimes uh imagine i come to your house for the first time i'll be a quiet guy 
but when i'm with my boys i'm the loudest guy so am i an introvert or am i an extrovert so it depends on the situation depends on uh, uh, how you're feeling that day it depends on so many environmental you can factors be anything. yeah i think if i was born in congo maybe i would be a rebel army guy shooting people it depends where i'm born what do i have to deal with uh, so i think i'm everything and i'm not, so i don't know what i'm i haven't figured it out yet you spend a lot of time thinking about it not consciously you don't but introspect so much it's uh, uh, i do introspect retrospect all all these specs but uh, i don't uh, i don't want to do it but it's just happening i'm sitting in the car and then i realize that dude like something's running uh, i don't like that i'm not in control of this but uh, okay <laughs> you said you want to do a lot what do you want to do anything that stimulates me at that point of time anything that's possible uh, see once i wanted i wanted to be able to pay my monthly rent probably once like life uh, it's constantly like once you are fighting for survival i was buying i was buying bread that was about to expire discounted i would always go to the discounted section in the supermarket i loved peanut butter but i wouldn't buy it because it was really expensive there was a day which i was recently talking to my dad uh, i was at my relatives he had come and he wanted to go back and i had to drop him to a bus i went to the bus stand to drop him and uh i we wait it was hot it was summer and every bus was packed to the hilt so i was like next bus next bus every bus was, and there were some there's an ac bus service i was like let's wait for the ac bus after 40 minutes of standing in the sun then he was like no beta i'll go and then there was one more crowded bus and i didn't like my father was like a 40 year old man 40 44 getting and i was like i don't want to ever see this what am i what is life i don't want him to have to go through this from that today recently i wanted to start a clothing line i started it there's other stuff i want to do but i don't i want i'll speak about it once i'm sure i can do it successfully uh, right now there's a bunch of things i want to do uh, like i'm very concerned about water uh, the water is like a huge crisis and uh, i think we are all being absolutely blind to it Mm, and i see so much wastage and uh, i know we are all screwed up completely if there's no water recently uh, i've been thinking about it not doing anything about it like everyone uh, in, i I'm, i'm also doing the same mistake but one afternoon there was no water in my house and we had to wait i came back from the gym and there was no water i had to wait 4 hours till shower came till till the water came and suddenly i realized we had to fill buckets Uh, i stay in like a very uh, premium area in hyderabad it is like a disaster that's around the corner and uh, the thing is none of us have foresight we all wait for it to be the end and then we figure ways mumbai is flooded now what do we do right there's no water okay now what that's how we are so i i want to do something about that but i want to find like a concrete thing not put out one video or one tweet that will get lost in 10 days 
but some if you can create some actual change like that uh, so there's some bunch of things that i want to do outside of cinema outside of cinema and there's some bunch of cinema i want to do tomorrow i might want to do something else i don't know so whatever some article could trigger some stimulation some excitement and i might want to do something so yeah it's all i live by the day i guess i live by the day your clothing line is called rowdy yes and you call your fans rowdies yeah. as well what, yes. why what, what does this rowdy mean it started off with uh, my first big uh, event was my arjun in, in in back home in telugu film industry we have something called audio launch so before a film we have this huge event where uh, all the people who like the film who like you can come and watch you guys speak and your songs are played I had an issue with the word fan because uh, uh, I find something I did. I was not very comfortable with the word fan uh, because when I started off, these guys who we call fans and me were the same age. They were like college kids. I was like a young boy, and I felt like they're uh, they all used to call me Vijay. I now they call me Vijay Anna, but then they used to call me Vijay, and I was like, "What's up, dude?" we used to speak like that and then suddenly i felt like uh, like i feel like i had some issue with me calling them fan i'm creating some it felt odd that you are my fan something of that uh, you're creating a sort of a hierarchy, hierarchy mm. uh, something of that sort and i wasn't comfortable using the word and uh, in that event i ended up calling them my rowdy boys and girls because they were being really rowdy as in they were shouting and Boisterous. Yeah, they were boisterous. So I ended up calling them that, and since that day, I was calling them that because I want, I need, I need an alternative for for that word. When I decided to start my clothing line, we had other other ideas. I was like, why don't we call it rowdy wear? And uh, also, why rowdy is? I feel like I've. Uh, uh, all these guys like me uh, all these people who turn up for my films and come to my events and stuff they like me for who i am and i got here by just being me speaking my heart following what i had to do and a lot of times a lot of times when when i spoke the way i did when i picked cinema the way i did when i said no to cinemas films the way i did i was called arrogant i was called uh, you're not behaving like we want you to you're not uh, this is not how you should be and all and i felt like being rowdy what would what others would seem like rowdy is uh, what got me here and i i felt like i always feel like when they come to my event i need to give them something to take back because they travel from everywhere to come i just don't want to play my trailer and send them off so i've always had this guilt of they've traveled so far to see me please give them something that's useful even if it's like two lines if two three people get inspired by it so from them i from then every event i speak to them and stuff a little beyond cinema sometimes the content of the cinema itself is inspiring so i can use that to communicate uh, some philosophy some uh, train of thought to them that's how the word rowdy and rowdy wear came you know you have no connections within the film industry you are one of the very few people who didn't come from a film family mm. and has achieved some mm. success what do you think it is that's really enabled you to get this far 
I know you don't uh, mm. think too much about you know yourself yeah. and whether you're this or whether you're that but is there a trait in you that you think really helped you kind of chase it I think you don't leave uh, one stone unturned you don't like do absolutely everything and more in your power to to get things done and i also think a huge reason for what i am today or where i am today is uh, all the i've had all the inconveniences life could possibly give you like all the obstacles inconveniences uh, hurdles i think uh, this is what uh, makes you who you are like makes you think the way you are makes your choices when dealing with them teaches you then you're a survivor you throw me anywhere i'll deal with stuff and like uh, figure figure my shit out yeah i think i think life i think i think life did that just the struggle of it yeah just just the struggle of it and not i think uh, at some points i was angry with life some points i was like I like fuck you I will show you type to life like, you almost feel revenge like when you and we always have the nature of comparing there were times I wish my dad was a big director or producer when I wanted to be an actor when my friends had this you wanted this but then you knew you don't want to trouble your parents and but my parent and also it's very I think uh, education and parenting are vital my parents gave us the absolute freedom and strength to do whatever the hell we wanted irrespective of the lack of resources or whatever when when lots of people when i wanted to become an actor and lots of people told me because the chances of making it are so thin that do an mba have a backup have a backup my dad was like you can't sail in two boats you want to do that do that if you want to do this do this like figure what you want to do stick to it if you can't become an actor at least stay in the surrounding like assistant direct write direct act in shorts do something related to your field because you can't do banking and become an actor uh, that it won't work so it's like that was strength like if your dad said screw it just do what you do anything you want it's okay uh that gives you that's like okay done let's do if everyone scares you then because at that age you are vulnerable you are vulnerable to even today we are vulnerable when 10 people tell you something uh it can affect you so like my mom and dad have always given us the space to do what we want uh we were never scared they never uh, we had respect for my parents there was respect and one certain sense of subtle fear but you never scared i could uh, could speak to them about anything and uh, stuff like that so that helped and my education my schooling helped a lot in uh, in what way uh in terms of uh, it was uh, we i studied in a boarding school uh, it's called sri satya sai institution uh, the kind of education we got was superb in terms of there was no tv uh the only tv we had was post 7th grade from 8th grade on you saw 10 minutes of headlines in the morning 10 minutes of headlines in the evening that's all the tv you got newspaper you got every day and uh you were shown one film a month and you were living there 10 months 10 months a year 
education was solid and you had so much time on your hand because you had nothing else to do no one else to interact with they would engage us with extracurricular activities so you had to every day we would have a huge notice board where uh, there were all sorts of competitions you could write something draw something and you could win small things like a chips packet or a rasmalai box which meant a lot to us then uh, and also to just pass time and keep yourself occupied you had to mentally keep yourself occupied uh, and growing up in a hostel uh, i really liked it makes you tough no yeah it makes you tough i'm a strong believer in spare the rod spoil the child i got hit massively as a kid uh, i know people have become very touchy about yeah. this but yeah. uh, i think if you don't kids are like animals whip uh, them into shape yeah you need to like if you leave like uh, don't like something they throw cry i think you need to uh, we are all animals no so i think you need uh, why we are we are not domesticated animals so little little <laughs> training you can't if you pamper kids they'll all eat your head when they grow up they'll all turn out to be brats but <laughs> tell me during that time of struggle yeah right when you were buying that bread which is almost expired was there ever a moment when you said i can't do this anymore screw it as an i gave myself time till 25 that period is uh, uh i don't like to think of it when i think of it it scares me so it, i put it so far back in my memory that i don't even remember really yeah yeah i i have forgotten chunks of my life i don't remember my whole intermediate one whole chunks are blank in my head uh but when i speak with someone and when i recollect some stuff that happens uh then i'm like whoa like who is that who is this what is this life like it's like a film you can it's like a script suddenly i decided done he becomes an actor and make it's like you just it just yeah but uh, what was your question i forgot did you ever want to give up did i uh, i don't think so i had no option like i had nothing to lose there is no giving giving up you you just have one option that is to make it or your or you continue living the uh, the life you had but i did one thing i gave myself time till 25 to make it as an actor because i didn't want to be a 35 year old still looking for acting jobs i knew that so like 25 you make it or you figure out something else that you want to do i really like cinema so i decided that i want to get into writing and direction so around my 25th birthday i wrote my i wrote a bunch of scripts i wrote my first shot directed my first shot to see if i'm actually competent enough to direct once i directed it and edited it and stuff i was like i like this i enjoyed it okay this is an option but around that time i got my first uh, film which was a which was a supporting role in a film called Yevade Subramanyam I think you should watch it you'll like it yeah uh, Sandeep told me he saw that and he cast Yeah you. that's where uh, uh Sandeep uh, yeah. cast me from so I did Yevade Subramanyam and then it gave me faith to stick on for longer I was like okay maybe you can do something Yevade got really good reviews the film did really well but 6 uh, 10 months later I found I was jobless still and that was that was the hardest time because i always knew i always knew that you give me one chance i'm going to do such a good job that i don't have to look back and i felt yesterday was that when after that things didn't happen i was shaken up i was like i just did 
my best and people loved it but why isn't it converting that was when i was really disturbed and moved but i just spent all my time reading watching cinema talking to other directors like myself who weren't able to break in and from there did i i met my director of pellichupulu which was my first solo uh, lead film uh, which went on to become a huge success even dear comrade is by a director who i tracked then we were all in touch then i was like we should work together man you were all new yeah we were all we were all no one was letting we weren't able to break in so we were like okay let's the idea then was we all were speaking we're like let's make our small films we'll make it in small films we'll make these independent films you guys have me as an actor whenever you have any script i'm available and we'll work in this budget. so we thought that we'll do this just as a group of us and we'll create more like us and make this small films but the first film we did took such a huge open not a opening at all but it went on to do so well uh that uh, then we all started doing mainstream cinema <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cut to superstardom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we still we still stick around. We still Tarun does his films and all these boys are still making cinema with me. That's where Sandeep's also mm. I met Sandeep in that period. Uh he was also not he spent 8 years 6 to 8 years trying to break in but never able to. We were all in the same space and all all these bunch of directors and, and we'll continue to make films together. We are all now together curating other content now i've start i've opened up i've started a production house oh so yeah. you're, so you're going to be producing films yeah like uh, i met a bunch of, it was not an idea it was i was it was not intended but uh, i met a bunch of boys that reminded me so much of myself and tarun uh, and i really like their script they came to pitch it to me as an actor i really like their script but uh, i couldn't do it because now the scale of my films and the kind of films has grown so much but i love those boys they are so talented and uh, if i did it they would have got a producer but they were not able to make it happen otherwise so then i decided okay done let's i'll let's make it and i want this place to be a place where i give a break to myself i guess like more people like me and you're giving uh, back in some way because I know how much how that period it feels no it's horrible you know that you can make it you know you're super talented I can see I saw Tarun will make a crazy film no one why isn't why isn't it visible to you guys but most uh, I think it's really hard to spot talent uh, most people bet on already proven things of course yeah so I think like some of the people I'm very grateful are as my director Nagashwin who did yesterday because he saw me as a as a raw guy but he knew that there was something there uh, i think these are the geniuses that uh, keep the keep it going yeah. yeah so i hope to do that yeah tell me vijay what's your biggest struggle now sleep and food <laughs> i haven't had much sleep <laughs> at all and uh, normalcy trying to keep things sane normal uh, you need to that's a struggle it's not a struggle but you need to work you need to work at it i dislike uh, i feel the strength of being an actor was being was li- living the life i did 
now once you start getting distant from it you lose the you lose the perception or you lose the sting of it yeah. I don't the feel right. and yeah. the, the just sort of your pulse yeah right? yeah. yeah and you uh, yeah all all my emotion everything comes from the life i lived someone asked me what is this anger we see on screen who hemant asked me yesterday who broke your heart or who made you so angry i'm like life dude <laughs> the pain everything comes from life from what you've seen over 25 years of your life i've just been 4 years as an actor i think so uh and 25 years i have spent as a boy living this life so there's so much content to draw from and so so now are you nervous that because you are now a star you'll be you know you're living a very luxurious life will you be cut off from those sort of more basic emotions and impulses uh i don't want to be cut off right. so that but is that a concern for you that you might get cut off yeah yeah it yeah. is a concern so i keep asking uh so now beyond my work the only time i spend is with my friends from school because they have nothing to do with cinema excuse me and uh, when we meet we don't talk about cinema they're not impressed by your stardom uh, no, no not at all sometimes i wish they were a little bit uh i'm like dude i worked really hard like give me that at least but uh, but it's really nice to have them they are uh, and i stay home with my mom and dad uh, that's one uh, that's a nice comfort either. no 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 they are over the moon but uh, it's just nice to be uh, to be home and uh, for me it's really important to be like people tangible people are very important i can't be alone uh, normalcy around me is important uh, so yeah is that my biggest concern is are there any other concerns i have the temporary nature of life is a concern so larger existential questions <laughs> yeah i have lots of <laughs> existential can we actually i'm like let's say water i'm like can you is it possible and should you <laughs> maybe we're all meant to go yeah you know yeah i'm like maybe yeah i love thanos man That's right. I'm a Thanos supporter. <laughs> You're Team Thanos. Yeah, I'm Team Thanos. <laughs> I loved what he did. I'm like Thanos. You know he was psychotic. But he had a solution, and he was working. How is killing off half the world a solution? Because we are the problem. Oh no, we are the problem. I agree. <laughs> then, then that is only the solution. Like sometimes, yeah. Does success, Vijay, make you more secure as an actor, or? does it make you want to do safer things because you have to preserve that success i've not thought so much about safety first uh, first i went at it because i have nothing to lose uh, but so now you do now i do but now i have enough to pay my rent so i'm like it's okay you okay. okay yeah i'm like you have enough to like the life i led, lived for 25 years i can live that kind of life for another 60 uh you're sorted yeah so i'm like you have lived with meager means so it's not a problem and uh, i know i can survive and uh, and i came no one knew who vijay devarkonda was they were like who are you and uh, i came when there was not one person who who came to a theater for you they came for content 
but you didn't have a fan i came without fans or without these boys and girls who i call rowdies and so i know i can lose it all and i can make it again uh, so i guess that's why i'm not uh, too bothered about safety uh, every film i do when someone watches it they're like oh this is brave uh, oh this is uh, this one was tricky but it's good uh, so but they excite me and so far they're paying off maybe one day i will question when they don't pay off maybe i'll start scurrying for safe projects i don't know how i will react but uh, as of today i don't care so much so i i'll just do stuff that that's exciting right now yeah good good for you please continue i'm getting signals yeah. that your flight i'm going to keep you back in mumbai nice <laughs> i'm flight. liking talking to anupama let's <laughs> crew the flight book the next one <laughs> <laughs> no no or we'll, we should we'll talk on the way to the airport like <laughs> yeah. by the way no actually i this has been so great i i have enjoyed this so much Thank you. um and i'm dying to see dear comrade please tell me whenever you have a screening here i will make it happen please do with subtitles with subtitles with subtitles yes. and and this was really fun i am so glad that the paps caught you uh come back more often done thank you lovely speaking with you thank you i hope you got some answers like comment and share subscribe to film companion If you liked what you just tuned into then subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher and Radio Public. You can now also follow Film Companion on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-through. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. and pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba da ba ba ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.